Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. This podcast is now sponsored by The Only Kitchen. The Only Kitchen is a locally based meal prep company in Surrey and Sussex. Their goal is to offer you a service second to none for those that are serious about consistent nutrition, without cutting corners or compromising on the quality of food. They cook, prepare and deliver your selected meals for the week with an assortment of packages to suit your budget and set menus to choose from. Anything that comes out of The Only Kitchen is formulated by their professional chef. Everything that's challenging about maintaining a healthy, exciting, nutritional lifestyle, they take care of for you. All that's left for you to do is eat the food. Now, for me, this is a great idea because I see so many people fall short of the goals they set out to achieve. Whether you're trying to build muscle, lose fat, sort your energy levels out, just generally eat healthier. Most people underestimate the workload it takes for you to be consistent when, you know, Cooking, cleaning, prepping, shopping, thinking about it, what you're going to make, when you're going to have it, do you have the time to make that? You end up falling short and having to go for obviously terrible options that are often locally to you, like either fast food or bad stuff in supermarkets. The best alternative thing to do is outsource it to a company that's going to offer you something not just equally as good as you could do, but better. With really good ingredients, you don't have to think about it, you don't have to shop and really good put-together food from a professional chef. So if you are interested and it sounds like something you want to do, visit facebook.com forward slash The Only Kitchen or alternatively go to instagram.com forward slash The Only Kitchen or go to both. Keep up to date on the social media pages to find out about their latest deals and giveaways. Now let's crack on with the episode. Why your only competition is yourself. I say this a lot. If you follow me on Instagram, I've got a nice little uh, a original piece of art created by a guy called Vinnie Hill, who painted a nice picture of Conor McGregor, and I put the quote on it, your only competition is yourself. What I mean by that is, of course, no, I don't. Oh, I'm against other players. Yeah, like in, in sports and in competition, you're against other individuals, but what are you really competing against? For me, you're competing against your ability to fulfill your potential. So say you can perform at 100%, you're competing to achieve that at 100%. Anything less than that, you know, your only competition is yourself because anything less than that is a disservice to your ability. If you compare yourself to others too frequently and too often... Often it can lead to distress because, you know, I'm never going to be as good as that person. So what? You're only trying to fulfill your own potential. I use this term all the time. You are as unique as your own fingerprint. Your fingerprint is a perfect example to how unique you are. You need to find out who you are to start off with. That's why integrity, again, is an important component in my philosophy. You need to figure out who you are. And then... 
find out how to get the best of your potential. If you're, it can be easy and it can cause a lot of distress if you're comparing yourself to people like, I'm never going to be a Beyonce. I'm never going to be a uh, Conor McGregor. I'm never going to be whoever it may be. I'm never going to be as fast as Usain Bolt. No, you ain't. But they're also, them people, as good as they are in their field at being them, they're good. They're that, they are that good because they've chased what they're naturally, their own potential, they, and they've fulfilled that. Or they still are fulfilling it. It is a, it's a constant battle, self-improvement anyway, to, to be your best. But you don't, you use other people as motivation maybe, you may use them as sources of fuel to get the best out of you though, not to get, not to be better than anyone else. It might seem that way on the surface, but again, on a deeper level, you're really getting the best out of yourself because you're no one else but yourself. So chasing that and learning to remove comparisons you have from other people is so important. And you can spend years doing that. You can say, I'm not as good as this person, I'm not as good as that person. And like I say, the way um, false reality is, like, I'm never going to have an arse like that person. It's a fake arse. I'm never going to have tits like that girl. Fake tits. I'm never going to be able to look as good as that athlete, that bodybuilder. Steroids. Like, there's a lot of fake reality out there. This is what I'm saying. You know, magazine covers. Um, people on reality programs that are seemingly, you know, chiseled, good-looking girls and um, chiseled, hunky, tall, dark and handsome guys. Like, we portray realities that make us feel worse about ourselves. Like... Instagram and all these other pictures, don't get me wrong, I use them, I use the filters just like anyone else does, but ultimately the reality is you're trying to, you're portraying a false image, and you're comparing yourself, you're possibly comparing yourself to others, you are your own competition, Conor McGregor always says, you're against yourself in there, and he is referring to this principle that when you get into in these cases, when you get into the octagon against another fire, you're not against that fire. You're against yourself to fulfill your potential and know what you can achieve at best. You can get fighters, for example, I, I tend to know a lot about this, especially after just reading Win or Learn by John Kavanagh, who's Conor McGregor's coach, who explains a lot. Like You can get fighters that are phenomenal in the gym, absolutely phenomenal fighters, but the pressure of everything and all the external components hinder their performance at the end of the day. So that's nothing to do with the other person being better. That's them not fulfilling their potential on the night. Conor McGregor is a phenomenal fire in and outside the gym. But what allows him to totally, essentially dominate his opponents is to get in their head and compromise their ability to fill their own potential. And he fulfills his own and doesn't allow the pressure to overcome him and his performance. I've experienced this personally in my life. When I beat up Conor McGregor, I was... <laughs> I'm just joking. When I did a, uh, a track and field event when I was younger, I was essentially... Uh, it's going to sound like, oh, you, you think you're best. I was essentially, I believe, I was better than the four other people, the three other people I was racing against in 150 metres. But I was so... For some reason, I felt so much pressure from being in an actual athletic stadium. I was quite young. I must have been nine, ten or something. I felt the pressure from those people 
uh, from the stadium and the whole environment that I couldn't remember me running. I was, and all I remember was feeling like I run in slow motion. And I did, a, I run in a time that was so slow to what I was doing in practice, like so far behind. I'm talking, and in that sense, I'm talking like, like maybe six seconds or something, really bad. Um, Cause I let the pressure get over me. Like I wasn't, didn't necessarily lose to the other people on a, on a literal sense I did, I lost. But on a, a deeper sense, a more, you know, what was really the issue, I didn't fulfill my own potential. You've got to start considering, are you getting the best out of your ability? Because also, if you're, if you're losing, but you know you've done your best, then you can't really do anything more, and you shouldn't get distressed about it. You can only be happy with the fact that, have I done everything I can do? If the answer is yes, don't worry, even if you've come up short. That person is just better at what that, um, if, you're, if you're in competition, that person was just better. There's certain people you just can't beat. You can train, you can train harder. You can feel like you can train harder, smarter and everything than someone else. And they can still beat you on the day or on the night. For example, like you can get bodybuilders that possibly trained harder than Arnold Schwarzenegger. But at the end of the day... Uh, the natural advantage Arnold Schwarzenegger had allowed him to just, just just dominate in the field of bodybuilding. So I think I don't know. It's, I just I think it was important to mention, and I wanted to do this as an episode because I see it's sort of like the ego thing. You start comparing yourself to false sense of reality, but really your only competition is yourself, and it's because you're only battling to fulfil your potential and reaching the best of your ability. I don't really know what else I can say on it. I mean, if you feel like you you suffer and you're guilty of this, then look at changing and shifting your perspective and your attitude towards things. And start to focus on, get, well, get that attitude and remove suffering at the end of the day. You don't want to be feeling stressed out like, this person beat me. Go, oh, I did everything I can. Fair play to him. He beat me. But also, it channels your attention to focus on what really matters. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Worry about what you're doing. And then, as a consequence, you will be your best. And you will perform the best. And it's, it's an important part of uh, sporting competition, combat sporting competition whatever, competition, whatever it may be. But it's an important part of self-improvement. You're not trying to improve yourself to become as good as anyone else. This is... If you understand what I mean by self-improvement, that's anything, you know, just become a better person, just to be a nicer person, just to be able to um, understand things more, understand other people, understand and offer more to others, but ultimately feel the best in yourself, self-improvement. If you're comparing yourself to other people, it distracts yourself from the work you need to be focusing on yourself. Self-improvement is important because... When you are your best, that's when you offer your best. So if you, even if you, you're trying to help others, so even if it's um, others' improvement, you're trying to help others, you know, if you're a trainer or you're a coach, if you're really trying to get the best out of them, you need to find out what it is that gets the best out of yourself. Self-improvement is so important, again, because on a even on a social value, like 
you're going to have a bigger impact on other people when you are at your best. You've got to encourage your behavior could potentially encourage me saying this, me doing everything I do to try and improve myself may just encourage one person to do the same. And then that knock-on effect can essentially change masses of people. Don't try and change. The biggest issue, like even when you look at getting really deep now, but if you look at the biggest fucking issues in the world, you know, war, if you look at, um, you know, stealing and murder and fight, all the all the fucking terrible stuff, you can't change. You can't really change other people in doing that. There's, there's too many people to try and control. All you can do is be the best you can be and then hope that has a positive impact impact on those around you. Therefore, if others then have that positive impact from you and your behaviour, they then do the same. And ultimately, you trying to change other people and groups of people happens through your own attitude of improving yourself. That's really it. It's pretty, this is pretty much a short and sweet episode. But um, really, it's about removing suffering, I think, at the end of the day. You never want to suffer. You want to feel as good as you can at all times. And if you're suffering for irrational reasons because you're comparing yourself to other people, then you're chasing something that ultimately doesn't exist. You've got to compare yourself to what you're capable of, find your own integral, integ- integral attitude and fulfill that. Again, the fingerprint analogy. You are your own unique fingerprint. Imagine, try- imagine fingerprints for some reason was some sort of social value, like, oh, my fingerprint looks better than yours. Imagine trying to get uh, change your fingerprint to try and get it to look and be the same as someone else's fingerprint. Say, like, for example, uh, again, Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone was famous because of what his fingerprint looked like. Say we lived in some weird society like that. You can't change your fingerprint. And to try and, to try and do crazy things to change your fingerprint to look like his, even if it become exactly the same, you've only become a secondary, more, you know, a pointless version of not yourself. Focus on your own fingerprint and make that the best it can for some reason. Make that, try and convince other people why that is better than Arnold Schwarzenegger's or why that in some situation offers more than I'll get out or whatever he offered in, in his career. If that makes sense, I know that. It's a bit rambly and it? it's a bit thingy, but focus on yourself. Be the best you you can be. And totally let go of comparing yourself to stuff that doesn't matter. Because when you learn to do that, and when you learn to essentially not give a fuck about other people, and at the end of the day go, yeah, I couldn't have done anymore. Then you'll find like a sense of liberation. And it's rewarding. Self-improvement. Be yourself. Safe.